This is an ABC podcast. Have you ever wondered what happens at a sex party? An orgy sounds like an intense time, right? Naked people having sex all over the place, masked strangers paddling each other. I mean, if that's what you're thinking, you're not too far off. I'm Nat Tenchich, and if you're curious, stay with me. I'll take you along to my first sex party and give you some hot tips for finding one and giving it a go yourself. I've always been curious about going to a sex party, but they're intimidating to say the least. What do you wear? What if no one's into you? Being naked in front of other people and having sex with and in front of a group of strangers is a lot. But I'm a sex explorer. I've got to give it a try. So finally, after years of toying with the idea, I thought I'd bite the bullet. I gathered a couple of my besties and dived into the deep end. It's a Thursday night. I have a strappy, bondagey bikini in my bag. I'm walking up to my mate Shannon's place. My heart is in my throat. And it's not because we're watching The Bachelorette finale. In a couple of hours, we'll be swimming in the pool and swimming in sex. At least I think so. I hope so. It's my first sex party, but Shannon's been before. She says you got to take it at your own pace. Yeah, so I've been to the swingers' nights, um, which was mixed. Um, very overwhelming. <laughs> um, like, did you do anything? Oh, I made out with a couple of people, um, which was really nice. But yeah, it was very overwhelming. But a lot of it was quite uh, very curious. I felt very curious being there. Um, It just kind of opened my mind to like what could happen. But yeah, it was very exciting, but also a little bit intimidating as well, because some people were very like comfortable just like going straight into like public group sex. And I was just like not ready for that. (laughs) I'm not the only sex party virgin here. Um, Shannon's partner, Maddie, is also a newbie. This is my first one, so I'm not really sure what to expect. I'm more anxious as we approach it, but also more excited. What do you think it's going to be like? I have no idea. I'm like tits. Uh, <laughs> beyond that, I don't know. I'm really trying to go into it with very little expectations. I was chatting with my friend about it today and I was like, maybe I'll just have a drink at the bar in the nude or maybe I'll dive into an orgy. Who can say? So... It'll be nice. Do you want to share? Yeah, we can share. We head to Wet on Wellington. It's a gay sauna in Collingwood in Melbourne, and you can have sex right then and there. We went to a party called Ladylike, and they had some rules. Okay, so also rules of tonight. Um, we get glow bracelets to see what we're up for. Um, it says... You can get a different colour that represents your goals for the night from just here to socialise open to anything, open to something seductive or flirt with me. Ooh, sounds cute. I'm excited. What colour are you going to get? I don't know. I think I'm going to go with open to something seductive. When you go in, it's huge. Styled like Roman baths with columns and a huge pool and a hot tub, sauna and steam room where things get, you know, steamy. This is different. We get in, strip off, and go looking for the ladies. And there are many. People are topless, walking around in strappy bathers, or completely naked. 
girls are making out on the pool's edge. People in the smokers are having flirty conversations. It's a beautiful sight. While there's a lot happening, it's really hard to get an in with any cuties. We feel like we missed the boat a bit. Um, we got there kind of late. So we go for a tour of the upstairs area. This is where all the sex happens. I couldn't bring my recorder in there, but it sounded a lot like this. Oh, It's a rabbit warren, all painted black, dim red lights, rows of booths with vinyl-covered padded floors for easy cleanup. There's a room with one big sex swing and another that features a row of glory holes and some medieval-looking torture equipment. I'm not even kidding. So we've been here for a couple of hours and no one's had much luck. We check in in the porno lounge. How are we feeling tonight is going? This is very fun. <laughs> I, I wish we were... I feel like everyone else is making friends. I want to make friends. <laughs> Me too. I feel like we're on a different level to everyone else. In, in like a sober way or in an intentions way? A bit of both. Mm-hmm. More, more flirty? Yeah, I think maybe we need to get a little more flirty. Yeah, mostly we just played uh, with an inflatable beach ball in the pool. So that was, fun that was really fun. I'm not against that. <laughs> and then we walked around and we looked at all the glory holes. Yeah. Uh, and there were some very good sounds coming from those rooms. So should we go back upstairs? <laughs> I think we need to meet some people before we go back. Yeah. <laughs> got everything we need right here, girls. Come on. <laughs> the let's get some nicotine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do that. Back in the hot tub, we meet some new people. Mostly they stick to their own groups. One girl says, what's even the point of having sex here? I'll meet you and we can go back to my place. I suppose she has a point. It is comfier. And it seems like that's what most babes have done. That or they went to Yaya's. <laughs> I wish I could tell you I then found a cornucopia of upfront babes to rail me on the sex swing. I wish I could say I bought a dildo from the bar and used it with a beautiful new playmate. But just like Shannon's first time, it just didn't happen. Like many first times, it was a bit underwhelming. We keep vibing the hot tub, happy to observe, knowing we probably missed the peak of the sexual energy for the night but nonetheless chuffed to be in the presence of gorgeous, sex-positive femmes and a cheap spa night. So how do we feel that went? A little underwhelmed. I feel like we got there a little bit too late. I we may like... be messed up. Yeah. They, they do well. They're leaving on the back of a motorbike. That's the correct end of the evening. Yeah, it was definitely, like, um, hard to break in. Mm. It felt very uh, group, groupy. Very, yeah, I thought there would be more of a communal, slutty, or even just like fun hangout space. Not as much as I thought. I mean, I guess we'll just have to. We'll have to see next I time. I guess we have to go again. Done. Sold. Lock it in, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I still had a nice spa night. I really oh had God. a nice spa time. The steam room. Sauna, steam room, mm-hmm. pool. And you know what? The thing I said first when you asked me? Titties. And check. <laughs> you know, got to walk around upstairs, hear other people having sex. That was probably my favourite. <laughs> uh, oh, right, yeah. So we should be those people next time. Yes, please. <laughs> I might not have scored, but for a first time, I did learn a lot. 
And it wasn't even that high intensity. Sexologist Laura Miano has toured the odd sex club. And in Berlin, things get really wild. I went to one that was like specifically a sex party, but then also went to kind of club nights that kind of turned into a sex party. It was an interesting experience, really fun. The one that I went to was called Kit Kat. Um, mm. It's in Berlin anyone's been there you kind of you're in the line it's cold I, I kind of went when like the weather was pretty cold and then when when you walk in everyone kind of gets their kit on and like the heaters were like pumping so that people could just be like really warm and then it was kind of over a few different levels there was like a big dance floor with heaps of people dancing and then like little rooms like I remember going to the bar in like this one small kind of side room and there was a group of probably like 50 plus penis owners or men and they were uh, having like this big orgy and there was maybe like 10 of them. <laughs> so that was interesting. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then there was like podiums and people kind of dancing naked and there was a pool outside and two people were like having sex on the on the swing like over the pool and then there was like a little dungeon area downstairs and like kind of like red lights you couldn't really see too much but basically everyone was just giving slash getting head down there wow <laughs> so it was yeah it was it was a really cool experience and did you get involved much or were you more of a voyeur to be honest I don't kiss and tell you can draw your own conclusions there so how are you feeling about it now sounds kind of fun right but you might be wondering how on earth you find one. There's two resources. One is FetLife and FindAMunch, like findamunch.com. They're kind of resources just on all things like sex, um, BDSM, things like that. But you can find parties like in your local area through those websites. I'd also say Google, like Google is your best friend. Look into, you know, your local city and see if there's any kind of like ticketed ones. Um, but also there are lots of private ones that happen. Um, so because they're private, it's, I suppose, hard to find them on something like Google. But I would say just look into, you know, if you have any friends that have kind of in that scene, reach out, maybe go to maybe go to a gay club or something and, and you could ask someone there if they've been to any or if they know of any happening because, yeah, there's sometimes, you know, parties that might happen in like, like a rental Airbnb or, or something like that. And it's just for a few people and they can be really fun. You can find them in all sorts of ways. Hookup listener Teddy went to a wild one that he says he found in Melbourne through a friend. Great fun. Um, 16 young women, 24 young men and um, a really fun time. Ratio. Um, <laughs> what did you get up to? I was lucky enough to sleep with four beautiful women last night. Wow, damn. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a really, really cool party. The guy that's been running, it's been running for about 15 years. I think he's run about 300 parties now. Wow. How did you find it? It's great. I've obviously been before. I was introduced to it by a partner about four years ago and um, wasn't really sure about it the first time that I went along. And, you know, she was like, look, head along. If you don't want to do anything, you can just watch. Um, there are some people that just go for that, that voyeuristic side of it. But, yeah, no, it's, I had a really great time and I've obviously continued to go back. And, yeah, last night there was a lot of uh, really good energy in the room because it was the first party in about seven months because of the lockdowns in Melbourne. So where do they have it? Is it, like, at a house or a venue? Yeah, so it's at a private residence in uh, in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Um, and, um, yeah, there's basically, like, an upstairs area and a downstairs area. And downstairs is all play, upstairs is all social. Yeah, wow. And you've been a few times, yeah? I have, yes. I think last night was my eighth, eighth visit. 
Uh-huh. So how do you build up, like, your confidence? Um, it's, it's interesting. I've, I've had one of my best friends ask me about this and he thinks that I have, you know, like this really, really, you know, uh, sense of confidence about me, but I don't think that I do. I remember going the first time and I was really nervous and it's funny once you actually go downstairs and you start to play, that nervous energy just kind of dissipates and I actually found it really boosting for my confidence. I actually feel really positive when I'm there. So you've found one and you're ready to take the plunge. But how do you prepare? Laura says it's all about setting your intention. Have a little think about what you want to get from the night going there. Um, Sometimes people can just walk in, not know what they're expecting and maybe get into something that they didn't really want to. So I'd say, do you want to go in? Do you want to have sex with other people? Do you want to watch other people having sex? Do you want to have group sex? Think about what you want to get from the experience. I'd also say really important to educate yourself on consent, how to give and gain consent. Super important. Know your boundaries, know when it's time to say no, but also have fun, you know, be yourself. Um, Sex parties are kind of like a different world. It's so different to, you know, everyday life. Um, So I think just go in with that kind of fun mindset. It's always fun like that. If you're going for the first time, you might want to try going with a friend or a partner. But listener L says she found going solo a real confidence boost. My first experience was actually with a partner. Um, so it was very um, daunting, but sort of very eye-opening. And I really enjoyed my time. And then I then moved back to Melbourne and was single and um, started sort of going by myself and agreeing with Teddy. It makes sort of really boost your um, self-confidence and makes you just feel good and you're meeting other people that are there for the same reason and it it sort of is very different to online dating and a very respectful sort of safe place to hook up, I guess. Yeah, because, I mean, there is probably that, that concern that a few people might have that it's like, oh, you know, I'm putting myself out there, I'm getting naked in front of strangers and watching them have sex like how do you get over I guess the nerves um around around feeling safe in an environment like that I think that just sort of comes with a bit of experience and you just you just have to put yourself out there and you've got nothing to lose so yeah the more you go the more you feel good about yourself and um you know having that that attention meeting new people um it's a fun environment so it makes you feel good and um, you enjoy it and then you want to come back again. So, <laughs> And you'll go to many more, I'm assuming, Elle. Yeah, I mean, I'm now with a long-term partner and we haven't sort of explored that, but um, I have spent many years um, going to parties and I'm, I much preferred that than doing things like online dating or um, I, ju- I just found that it was a safe place for me to explore my sexuality and, and meet new people and whether that meant more than seeing seeing the person outside of the parties, um, but it sort of is, it is what, what you want it to be. Yeah. Let's talk about what happens when you get there. You're in the room and there's a whole lot of scantily clad or even nude people around. There might even be some sex happening around you. What's the first thing you do? Here's Laura. Every sex party is going to look really different. Um, you might walk into a sex party and there'll be people you know around you having kind of sex everywhere some parties you might walk in and it might not really look like that a lot of the times 
there'll be kind of rooms in the sex party that are a bit more private where you can probably be guaranteed that people will be having sex. There's also like usually areas where people can just hang out and not feel any pressure to take their clothes off and have sex. Like at your one, you said there was a pool. Um, the one I went to was the same and there, there was like a dance floor. So yeah, I think, I think it's going to look different for everyone, but more or less you could probably expect to see those kind of things happening there. What are some things you should be wary of um, when you go to a sex party? Well, I would probably say like do a bit of research on the sex party that you're going to and, and see if they kind of take steps to educate people on consent. Really important one. Yeah, I think I think just kind of like making sure that, you know, you do gain that consent, you do give that consent. I would say that. Yeah. So, I mean, really important, I guess, to maybe talk to people who've been to the party that you're going to before or to take a friend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Also take it like when you have a friend with you, ask them um, to kind of check in, like if you're going away to have sex with someone or you've met someone, just let them know like where you're going and say like, you know, check on me in half an hour, send me a text, something like that. Yeah, it's a good tip. And because, like, every sex party is different and has a little bit of a different culture, like, you know, there are some that are very straight up, like, communicative, but I have heard of ones that are sort of a bit more, like, you know, gestures, like, kind of nonverbal, like, you know, points, kind of, you, me, yeah. let's go kind of thing. How yeah. do you communicate that you want someone? Um, how, do you, how do you make the magic sort of happen? you know, just be straight up, just say, hey, do you want to go somewhere more private? Or hey, like, you know, I'd love to kiss you. Or do you want to do something more than that? There can be some parties where there are like, you know, like that kind of gesture system, probably just do your research and and see if that applies in that specific context, because I suppose they're all going to be different, really. But also, it's like, make sure that if you're not sure, use your words. Yes, definitely. Always use your words. Communication is key. Incredible. Um, what about like, you know, it, it's all well and good popping into a new sex party, but if you, if you can't find one, um, could you think about hosting your own? Yes, absolutely. This is something that I want to do with Posmo. So a few things to consider. I would say think about like the sensory experience. You know, you want to elevate it and kind of Think about, you know, like a scent, um, think about sound, like music, the lighting, creating an experience that's like kind of really immersive and fun. You can think about like a place where people can dance and chill out, have that kind of like more private space for people to, you know, be a bit more intimate. Also, you maybe get like a guest list if it is more of a private party. Again, make sure people are educated on consent. Think about the space. I think the space is really important. You want to think about people's kind of like journey walking through a sex party. Kind of consider all of those different things, yeah. This sort of energy is clearly not for everybody, but what can you learn from getting out of your comfort zone and trying something like this? Yeah, I think you can really learn more about your sexuality and your boundaries and what you like. You know, maybe you'll go there and you'll love watching other people having sex, but you won't really want to have sex yourself. Maybe you want someone to watch you having sex. I think there's just, you can just learn a lot about what kind of makes you tick as a sexual person. There's a lot you can learn. I learned I was a little bit shy after the rolling lockdowns and worried about getting sick, even though I did anyway. But I also learned that it's not as scary as I thought, and I'm definitely going to be going again. 
Even if you never go to one, I hope you enjoyed a sneak peek inside. And if you know anyone who's a bit curious, send them this podcast. Also give it a rate, review, and tell everyone you love it. This is our last episode for the year, and it's my last one with you on the hookup. Thank you so much for coming on the journey with me for the past four years. I've loved learning about sex and relationships with you. I've been right there, right next to you, baby, and so much of it's been new. I hope it's helped. I know my life is forever changed for the better, and I'll see you in the next life on the next project. Until we meet again, stay safe, stay sexy. It's been a pleasure.